0: He said, he'll make it worth our while. I don't know what that means. But it's gonna be good. Yeah. Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen, and I'm her little brother, William. We are here at the NJ Horror Con in Atlantic City, 2021. That's right. Can you believe it? And this is our 200th episode of Guides the Unknown,
1: which means almost four years of doing Guide to the Unknown. Totally, uh, it's wild. I know, it's crazy. 200 of these. Yeah. Um, and so we this is also the first time that we've ever gone to a convention and bought a table for ourselves Yeah. especially as Guide to the Unknown Uh huh. and even Kristen if you're watching the video version yep. Kristen and I we each have got uh, one of our merch shirts a mm-hmm. uh, little Guide to the Unknown logo on yeah, the side looks like, little... like we're employees or something yeah, right. which I guess technically we are true
0: that yeah. is true and we've been yeah. sitting here
1: I, honestly I was going to try to show like some of the merch and stuff that we brought but it's all gone
0: yeah we just gave it away to people we gave
1: it away for free Kristen yeah. and I decided hey we're mm-hmm. probably technically going to be in the red
0: on this. Yeah, but for sure,
1: we started Guide to the Unknown four years ago for the fun of it. Yeah, and for the love of horror and spooky stuff, and I think we're still even kind of here in that same spirit.
0: Yeah, for sure. It was definitely just obviously we wanted to tell people about it. Yeah, but yeah, just to have fun.
1: Yeah. So there are a ton of tables around here of people selling stuff and mm-hmm. photos and artwork. But honestly, whenever people come over here, we're just like, hey, we're Guide to the Unknown. I don't know. Go, it might be your kind of thing. Go check it out. Right. And Kristen had a super fun idea that people seem to really like.
0: Yeah, it's going pretty well. So I made bingo cards, NJ HorrorCon, uh, Horrorcon Bingo, and these are the items on it. So it's kind of like tic-tac-toe, honestly, but bingo sounds much better. So if you are able to get any three of these in a row, and I order them from a company called MyFreeBingoCards.com, they're free if you do it, like, a certain way, but I had to pay. And, you had to um, pay and
1: they put their own URL on it? Yes, I know. They still put their own
0: URL at Isn't the bottom of the card. Isn't some nards? I assume that this was free. No, it was not. Yeah, it's some nards, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but here are the items on the bingo cards. Celeb guests talking to each other. Now, did you see that? No. You didn't see that yourself? No, I did not, did all you? All right.
1: I saw that uh, uh, very briefly. We'll get into it, but there is where Kristen and I are. We're on basically like the show floor where different vendors and press people each have their own table set up and they're selling their own T-shirts or they're doing their own like appearances and kind of stuff. But then there's a whole other room that Mm -hmm. I only recently found out about. We've been here for for seven hours right now. Uh, But I only just found out where all the actual celebrities are. Yes. and They're tucked away. There I saw Sean Patrick Flannery of Saw 3D turn and speak to Miko Hughes.
0: Okay, Okay. so you get that on the bingo card. Technically,
1: I've gotten that on the bingo card.
0: Yes. Okay, so next on this card, scary clown, non penny wise.
1: I have also seen that.
0: I've seen that too.
1: Yes. Uh, Clowns are, it's not hard to find a clown at a convention.
0: No, that's why I tried to make it slightly more challenging. By saying non-pennywise, but actually, I don't think I've seen Pennywise. I
1: haven't seen a Pennywise.
0: I've seen people dressed with like Pennywise things on their right. shirt or whatever, but I haven't seen like a Pennywise cosplay.
1: There is, of course, there is a clown here who's dressed like Deadpool as well. Yeah.
0: You're gonna there's, see you're gonna see that at every con. There's
1: a Deadpool clown combo. Right. If, if you love both, you can have the full experience together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All in one person. It's probably just an economical decision. Do I go as the <laughs> clown or do I go as Deadpool?
0: Why I not know. split the difference?
1: I figured it out.
0: Exactly. They cracked the code. Okay, next one is scared little kid. Now, I have not seen I have this. not seen that either, and that's good.
1: I agree. I don't want kids to be scared. No. I should also tell you, I think a few people misinterpreted this. They looked at it and they went, I could scare oh, a I kid. Oh, I know.
0: I know. But those yeah. people were just like, that was like their thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they meant that.
1: We've definitely got some uh, edgy folks here. We
0: have gotten some, uh, yeah. Yeah. There we sure some have edgy people.
1: Yeah, there was somebody that was like, "Oh, I would love to fly around the country kicking little kids' asses."
0: Oh yeah, it's like, I know.
1: Oh, well, all right. And, and then he was, and then he asked me, "He was like, would you please take a photo of I me know. with this person?" I went, "Oh, you're very polite." Yeah, you said you wanted to fly around kicking people's asses. He was like, "I do both, brother," or yeah. something like that. It's like,
0: okay. And he was talking about how he he loves it when he hears that he made someone piss their pants. Yeah. So somebody who works in a haunt. It's like um, okay. Yeah, he was really intense. Yeah. Uh, next item is a dog. A lot of dogs. Now, I based this on from when we came to the NJ HorrorCon in 2019. Hey. And, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. Somebody was just saying hi, who we saw before. Yeah, we've, um, honestly, we've made a lot of interesting, like, contact with yes, people. Yes, yes. A lot of people seem to be really excited that this con is here. Yeah. And to be able to come out, and there are people in costume, of course, but also there are just people walking around because they enjoy this kind of thing. Totally. And so we've gotten a lot of people stopping by the table, which is great.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And so also, yeah, lots of dogs. So when we came to the con just as attendees in 2019, there was, I remember one dog. And so that's why I put it on here. I was like, I bet somebody will have a dog again. And there have been a number of them today. A lot of dogs. There are a couple vendors who have their dog with them. And it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, Next item on here is two or more of same cosplayers together. So this was like if two separate dudes are dressed like Michael Myers and they're hanging out together.
1: Now, part of that is inspired by we came to the NJ Harcon a couple years ago. I don't Mm -hmm. think we did a full episode about Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a table. We just came to see it. And in the parking lot, before we even came in, we saw a guy getting into his Michael Myers costume. And then we kept seeing him around the show floor. And he had a whole routine. It's from the end of Halloween 2 where his eyes get shot. Yeah, it was crazy. In Halloween 2, he gets shot in both eyes. I and guess then he has gonna... tears of blood yeah. down the mask. Very dramatic and romantic. Yes. But so he had his bit where he would cover his eyes and flail wildly with the knife. Uh-huh. And then he would he ran into another Michael Myers and the two of them basically had like a staring <laughs> contest. Yeah. Cuz the real problem is Michael Myers doesn't have a personality.
0: Right. So you don't have any like you don't have business.
1: There's nothing to, to act play. At. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Right. So I have not seen that, but I've seen people circle that on their bingo cards. A lot of people have circled that. Yeah, so that's one. Um, Then we have person in elaborate costume, but on their phone.
1: Yes, we love somebody who is not fully committed to the bit.
0: Yes, and we understand, look, if I was in costume, you would definitely catch me on my phone too.
1: Yes, this is not quite Mm -hmm. an example of this, but at one point Kristen and I were sitting at our table and we looked down to the side and somebody's dressed like Raggedy Ann. Yeah. It's like, like a big, hulking, raggedy Ann.
0: Right. Maybe the original or authentic Annabelle?
1: We're not sure. The original Annabelle doll isn't that doll from the movies. It's a raggedy Ann. So, right. Maybe it was Annabelle. Yeah. But they're walking down the aisle toward us, and he's wearing a big Apple watch. Yeah. And I, I have to say, I feel uninhibited here.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's an anonymity
1: There's an th- You can reading. do whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. So mm-hmm. I've just been shouting out to people, mm-hmm. and I went, hey, sick Apple Watch. Is that an Apple Watch? Yeah. And before he got remembered he was supposed to be in character, he gave me a thumbs up and yep. pointed out, like, yeah, yeah, I do have an Apple Watch. Yeah, sweet. And then he walked by and he goes, I guess I should probably take this off. Yeah. I didn't think about that. It's not in the character. And as he walked away, Kristen goes, he's actually taking it off. He's making sure he doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he fixed his costume.
0: Yes. Okay. Okay. Then we have hotel guests who doesn't get it stopping to stare.
1: Yeah, we're at the Showboat Casino and Hotel in Mm. beautiful Atlantic City. Yep. But it's a functioning hotel. Yeah. And so there are guests coming to and fro. Our our other sister, Lynn, is here staying in the hotel, partially to come to Atlantic City, partially to come see us, which is lovely. But you can see people walking around in here, just kind of occasionally peering over and being like, Oh, there are a lot, of, a lot of costumes.
0: Yeah, a lot of weird people here today. A lot of color. Uh huh. Well, actually, not a lot of color, mostly black. Oh, that's true. So, uh, color, I mean, like, I would color, say metaphorically.
1: That's what I really like meant, local like, colorful color. personalities. Yeah. Somebody is in costume as something I don't understand. Right. They are wearing a dress and they've got underwear. Oh,
0: I understand it. What is it? Like a mental patient.
1: Oh, that's all that is?
0: I think so, because their underwear says mental on it.
1: Remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So,
0: okay, so it's a person who is, like, made up with makeup to look like they're dirty head to toe, and then they're wearing a long, dirty dress, and they are shuffling around the floor, and then they have a pair of underwear that says mental on the butt hanging off of hey. their ankle. Hey, Bye. folks, you want to play uh, NJ Harcon bingo? Nope.
1: No, they really don't.
0: They don't. Okay.
1: okay. I give it a shot.
0: Yeah. It's worth a shot. <laughs> so anyway. Okay. So, okay. We covered hotel guests who doesn't get it stopping to stare. Then we had someone wearing a GTTU pin because we were giving away pins. We brought a
1: bunch of merch. We yeah. brought Guide to the Unknown stickers. We brought all of the artwork by Drew yep. Hester which is amazing. Yeah. The, like, the old-time Willie, the old-time Chrissy, the old-time Spooky Twins.
0: People were noticing it. They're like, is that you?
1: I know. This it was, was super... They were like, I, I just realized this is supposed to... This is you. Yeah. This is your face through so we telling them the story of like the podcast and, and Drew making the artwork. Yep. And so... We were just giving them away. Yeah, totally. We gave away all of our stickers. We gave away all the magnets. All the mm-hmm. pins are gone. Yep. They're just out in the ether. So we put it on the thing. If we're giving away the pins. They're, they're out there in the wild. So why not put that on there? And we actually have a high profile get. This was huge. This was tremendous for us. This yeah. was a big moment for Guide to the Unknown. Yes. We saw somebody who took our pin and put it onto their costume front and center. Oh, yeah. You might even have seen this on at GTTU pod social media because we've been posting some stories here and there. Mm -hmm. Joe Dirt.
0: That's right. The Joe Dirtay carrying or pulling a a little red wagon.
1: With, from the movie Joe Dirt, the meteorite, which turns out to be uh, congealed frozen poop from an airplane.
0: Right. We got some meat him we, and take a picture we got to i honestly it was the first time that i felt we've been
1: we were at the con already for a few hours yeah and i was like we need a photo with you mr dirt yeah,
0: I know. And, so, and he put the pin on his overalls on front his, and center
1: yeah the flop flopping down part of yep. the overalls He only has one of the shoulders fastened Naturally, of course, but yeah, Joe Dirt yeah. is rocking our pin, huge, and rocking it hard.
0: Oh, rocking it well. Yeah. So if somebody passes him, they got that. They got and it. then the last square was someone taking a picture with Father Evil. Yeah. Now, no. Father Evil is
1: actually something of a character that we've talked about on the show before somewhere. Yes, we have. Because we were looking
0: through Cameo. Yeah, I think it was on Patreon.
1: Yeah, I guess it was on Patreon. But we were looking through Cameo to find celebrities to buy, you know, messages from, and Father Evil is a mainstay on Cameo yes he's a guy who has his own character as an evil priest and he's here right now he's down there
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah. so he's pretty much at like every con he's always available and so I thought I'd put that on there and so yeah it's been fun people have been doing their bingo and coming back and we have full size candy bars the ultimate Halloween get yeah in a little plastic Halloween tubby thing whatever yep. you call that yeah
1: yeah yeah like a, like a trick or treat thing here just yeah. bring it over
0: yeah just a little
1: uh, a jack-o'-lantern trick or treat bag
0: yeah. yeah pretty fun All right, now, William, I have been waiting to hear about what happened when you went in that celebrity area. Will has not told me anything yet. I
1: want to make sure not to... Nor have I told him. Yeah, I want to make sure not to oversell it. I just wanted to talk about it on the show rather than shoot the the story in the foot. Right. So, like I said, we found out that all the celebrities are kept in an entirely different wing. Yeah. Um, Somebody told me that... uh, Billy Zane, who, yes, is here. I saw him. You did see Billy Zane? Yes. He wasn't there when I went in. Are
0: you sure he wasn't there? Because he was actually sitting at Laura Zane's table. Oh. And two women were at his table, which is what you said before. I feel
1: like a damn fool. He
0: was wearing a cowboy hat, a mask, and sunglasses. Oh. Well, it could be anybody. But no, I'm positive it was him. I think he was sitting with his wife. They could
1: literally have sent in like a Billy Zane body double. Was he? A mask, a cowboy hat, and sunglasses. I know.
0: It's like the joke I made when quarantine first started that we all look like the invisible man. Yes. But I think it was him.
1: It's like uh, the Unabomber. I know. Right? Yeah. Um, so somebody told me around here that that Billy Zane uh, was nervous because it's COVID times. Yeah, totally. And so he evidently, they were like, if you go in there, make sure that you're wearing your mask so that Billy Zane doesn't freak out and close down the entire thing. We got to keep I'm him I'm telling you, just be careful. So I went in being like, all right, he's going to see how decked out I am.
0: Right, he's going to respect how careful I'm being. Yes. And
1: uh, I went in and I didn't see him at all. But you're right, right. maybe maybe he was... Uh,
0: I think that was him. I'm 99.9% sure.
1: So here's what I did. Hey, everybody, you want to try out the NJ HorrorCon bingo game we're doing? Yeah, That's okay. <laughs> That's a no. So uh, as we were... Um, As I was walking into the room, I saw, you know, Sean Patrick Flannery. Yeah. Who is in the movie Saw 3D. Yes. And uh, he's the protagonist going through all the the traps in the the original final Saw movie. So, one thing that we never talked about on this show is that a few months ago, I had a run-in with Saw fans on Twitter. (laughs) Oh my god, yeah, we haven't talked about this. Uh, We haven't talked about this on the show, (laughs) because honestly, I didn't know what to say. Yeah, I know, it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. So on Twitter, I noticed cuz I follow, you know, I follow a bunch of different topics on Twitter and horror movies is one of them and obviously we've talked about Saw before we did our guide to the Saw movies in the past. So I saw people on on Twitter pretending to be characters from the Saw movies. Yeah. So I basically like I saw somebody being like somebody was being Agent Strom mm-hmm. from Saw 4 being like I'm telling you, I got to get this guy. You're right. And then Logan from Jigsaw, the movie Jigsaw, will be like, eh, you'll never catch me, Agent Strom. <laughs> so they're just...
0: Like kind of twitter larping almost. Yeah, it's almost yeah. Like, or like twitter
1: cosplay. Yeah. Right? Like they're just pretending they're Well, but they're there's
0: a I say larping basically because they're they're role playing. Yeah. Like cosplay is just dressing up a lot of the time. Right. They were like having a story going on with each other. Very true.
1: Yeah. So all these accounts were talking to each other and I went down the rabbit hole. Somebody's got a, an account that like it's at Jigsaw or you know stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But so they're all pretending to be different characters, and they get super in the weeds and have really obscure Saw characters, but I know the franchise well enough to get it. Yep. So I just started tweeting, like, is anyone aware of this? Am I the only person seeing that yeah. people on Saw are pretending to be the Saw characters? And they took notice of me. <laughs> they saw. They saw. They witnessed me. And so this is all true. A couple of months back, people started tweeting at me. And, and telling me that, like, J- John Kramer said he was going to put me in a trap. Yep. And then somebody, and then people just started, uh, boy, I, I don't
0: even remember went, the order of events. So, uh, apparently, like, a couple people started tweeting at you, and then it seems like they might have had their own separate private chat going, the Saw That's role right. players. Yeah. And they said something in there about Will Rogers, and then somebody wrote back, Who TF is Will Rogers? Yeah. And then for some reason, like, they just, and I think because it was random, they just, like, latched onto it as, like, a weird random thing to be obsessed with.
1: The joke was, I am no one, right? Right. Like, they weren't focused on me because of anything that I've ever done.
0: No, no, no. It was just, like, a goofy thing. So then they all started tweeting, Who TF is Will Rogers, at each other all the time and at Will? Yeah. And then, I mean, this culminated in somebody creating a Twitter account that was at who... TF is Will Rogers. Yeah,
1: and they started making memes about me, so here's one of of an army
0: guy. Oh, yeah, and also, like, even though they're, like, you know, kind of making fun of Will, I guess. Like, not even really. There's kind of, like, it's fun to attach to something random. They, um... I don't know they 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 held will up as like a a fake, jokey god. So, like what will is showing to the camera right now for people who are watching was like somebody made out of a bunch of puzzle pieces, and it's
1: it's, it's must be a stock standard meme. So it's a yeah, guy made totally. out of puzzle pieces. One piece is missing. And it says sometimes what a person needs is just one piece. and the one piece is labeled Will Rogers,
0: right. And they're referring to me, yeah. And then there was one where it's like, It says above it, like, all the bad things in the world. And there's a person shielding those bad things from another person, and that says Will Rogers.
1: I'm shielding them from every bad thing ever. And then um, I guess they started listening to Guide to the Unknown, so they made a couple Guide to the Unknown memes. (laughs) So uh, one person is pushing somebody else in a wheelchair. The person pushing the wheelchair says, I love Guide to the Unknown. And the person in the wheelchair says, they talk too much about Scream. So the person pushing the wheelchair dumps them off a cliff. Right.
0: And we had just released an episode where we mentioned that people sometimes have left us bad reviews because we talk about Scream too much. So they were, like, up to date. I brought that up to somebody here who had a ghost-faced person and everything. She was like, so it sounds
1: like we might be soulmates, and I'm going to have to listen to your show. Oh, fun. Which was cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, uh, this person wrote, if nobody got me, I know Will Rogers got me. Can I get an amen? There's just a lot. Yes. The point is...
0: It was so silly. The point
1: is Saw Twitter... And very fun. Saw Twitter went, went wild. Yeah. And there was, there was a lot Thanks. of this. I believe in Will Rogers' supremacy. Set an account that is set up to be Patrick, Elijah, <laughs> Drake. I don't know. Lucy, <laughs> your average Saw and horror enjoyer. Yeah. Uh, NSFW at times. And by at times... They mean all the time all the time there's a lot of uh not safe for work material on uh, saw twitter
0: yeah there's a lot of piss play involved
1: yeah they so there's a whole thing in the saw movies where yeah. agent strom in the fourth one is put in a cube uh-huh. his head's just in a cube that's filling with water and i think somebody said what if that was piss
0: yeah and then they like with will they ran with this piss theme yeah so that was all throughout the storyline they made like
1: videos that included my tweets. And then it became a thing where they would just tweet, Will Rogers, thumbs up. Yeah. And then people from, like, my work started seeing it and being like, I don't even understand what this is. It's very hard to explain. It is very hard to explain. And I knew that yeah. it would be over in two seconds. Yeah. So I never brought it up because it was so, you know, it was on the ether. It was a
0: moment in time. It was a
1: moment in time. It was very time. fun, though. So, yeah. And then, like, uh, uh, somebody started, like, sending, like, oh, yeah, a Will Rogers Stan account. Oh, right. Who TF is Will Raj 1. Yeah. I did not make this, I swear to God. But they have a Guide to the Unknown Secret Society banner that's ripping up as if it's aged and crumbling apart.
0: Yeah, they like went in and digitally
1: did this. So here's why I'm telling you this.
0: Did Shh. you tell Sean Patrick Flannery about I told this? Sean
1: Patrick Flannery about it. What? Yeah, I went. What did he say? I went, I don't know if you know this, I don't know if you go on Twitter. And he was like, yeah, kind of. And I went, Do you, are you aware that like people who love the Saw movies sometimes pretend to be you? And they love you, and they act like you, and they act like all the characters. And he was like, I did not know this. And I went, (laughs) something happened where I got their attention, and they got really focused on me. And he goes, so who did you play? And I was like, like, no, 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 I did not do this. Yeah, Other people did this and they were focused on you a lot yeah. of the time Sean Patrick Flannery. So, I thought it might be fun if I try to get a selfie uh-huh. to really flip oh. out saw Twitter.
0: Oh, you're right, but this didn't happen. It didn't happen. They
1: don't yeah. take card. Yeah. They only take cash and a selfie is 40 bucks. Holy crap. I was gonna do it. Yeah, I know. I was gonna do it. It still would have been worth it. For the lulls.
0: Yeah, I know, you gotta do it for the lulls. you gotta, you gotta, gotta do it. it for the net.
1: Gotta do it for the net. Yeah. Smush that oh, like button. I mean button. for the
0: content. Smush that like button. Smush that like button. We came up with that on the way here and we were like, why don't we say smush that like button? Smush it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that was what I tried to do in there. Was he nice?
1: He was very kind, yes. Good. I overheard, I had to wait for his attention. Yeah. And uh the people that he was speaking to, he was talking about how in Saw they put hooks through his chest and he was talking about the apparatus that they made him wear and yeah. like, it seemed like he was having a really good time. Oh, that's nice. Which was very, very nice. Yeah. And then of course, I saw him speaking to Miko Hughes. Right. From Pet Cemeteries, the scary little boy. Yeah. And I saw John O'Hurley from Seinfeld. Yes. He was very What cool. was he doing when you saw him? Head down signing. Okay. Hard worker, seemed very
0: learned. He was all about the words on the page. I think this guy is a pro like no other. Because when I went in, he was talking to somebody and making eye contact and nodding so empathetically, very listening, and it seemed like it was a serious conversation, yeah. and seemed like a very nice guy, like giving full attention, listening to somebody who's just talking. They were still talking when I walked out, yeah, yeah. and just, he was locked in.
1: Honestly, that here are two things, one, wonderful. Consummate professional. Yeah. He must know what he's here to do and yep. maybe he enjoys this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It seems like this is a, a business plan for a lot of performers it and is. stuff. It yeah. is, yeah. I think it's got to be pretty lucrative, I right? I think it is. Um, but the other thing is, sometimes you get locked into somebody who's staying at your table. Oh, yeah. And you just can't look away. I know. You just keep eye contact and you nod while thinking, like, so many people are walking past us yeah. because I'm talking to you about something. Yeah. Um, and I'm not even that grubby. I'm, we're not selling anything. I'm no, just like, no, but just, this is a long conversation. This is getting very long. It's getting yeah. very long. Yeah. Uh, so it might be that too.
0: It could have been that, but even if it was that... He's a professional. Betrayed nothing of it on his face. He could have said,
1: take them away.
0: Yeah, no, he was just totally listening. Yeah. Very, very nice.
1: Yeah. So, so, okay. I was trying to get Kristen to go into the celebrity room. So I was like, you got to meet Zayn. I know
0: I don't know why <laughs> Just like the Saw people on Twitter were fixated on you, I've been fixated on Zane Yes. as far as this con goes. Right. I don't know why. Ever since I saw that he was going to be here, he's it, got those beautiful blue eyes. It takes me for some reason. Yes. Yeah. Well,
1: because Billy Zayn is kind of a thing, right? Yeah. Like he is. He's like sort of like he's a character actor. Yes. Sort of a B movie actor a little bit. Yeah. But also he's one of those
0: performers where um, like, like he's 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 good. He's not a bad actor or anything. But also like. You kind of joke about him a little bit. And yes. he seems fine with it, like in Zoolander. That's what I was going to say. You know what I mean? That's like, the kind of it. thing,
1: that's what elevated him. Because he's like, Billy Zane in that movie is like, great show, Derek. And he goes, thanks, Billy Zane. Yeah. Like, he, says the full name. He gets
0: that he's recognizable, but like, yeah. not a humongous star. Yeah. So he seems, yeah. he's,
1: it's a it's a vibe about yeah, him. Yeah, he's got a yeah. good vibe. There's a meta vibe around Billy Zane. Right. So I was trying to get
0: Kristen to go into the
1: Billy Zane <laughs> yeah. room, the little Billy Zane room. Mm-hmm. And she was refusing. Yeah. You made it sound like there was a teen... So I actually... You kind of embarrassed me in an indirect way. You made it sound as if Kristen was like, the room's right by the bathroom. And there was like no one in there, just like a few tables. So I was like... I, I started thinking about it almost like a green room. I walked up to security and I went, hey, I'm a vendor here. Am I allowed to go into the celebrity room? And he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, why? <laughs> why wouldn't you be able to? Sure, go go in. And then I found it. And it's just like a bunch of... A ton of people.
0: Yeah, but... I don't know, I just it was very empty and I was like I'm gonna feel weird walking around and like assessing the people and whether I wanna to talk to them or not and they're looking at me seeing me doing that and whatever and that is exactly what happened. Yeah. And it was uncomfortable. Why were they looking at you? They've got all these beautiful because, people. no, it was like, there were not a lot of people in there. Really? Yeah.
1: When I went, there so were I'm a bunch doing, of people milling So I'm doing around. a
0: friggin' loop. Yeah. And every time I pass a the table, they're looking at me to see if I'm going to, like, stop or whatever. Let's let's. I do found it.
1: it uncomfortable. Let me do a check, because I took a conspicuous little video. Okay. Um, is this, like, how it was populated? So all these tables are obviously empty, yep, yes. but look at all these people down here. William, that's, like, four people. Oh, a, oh there are a ton of people around Tom Arnold. Yes!
0: like a ton of
1: people around Tom Arnold I
0: would say Tom Arnold and like um, the Terrifier and um, what's his name Sean Patrick Flannery yes those were the most populated spots. That was
1: the place to be.
0: Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. No, totally. And Tomlin was like holding court. Yeah. He had his arm around the chair next to him. Oh, like, okay. Standing back. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, just talk. Just when talking. I went
1: up, he had his arm around a person he was taking a picture with. So maybe he's keeping that arm at the ready.
0: Maybe. You know, he's He like, just looked like he was relaxing, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm
1: talking. Straight chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. But
0: definitely the most. Po- no, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be like. And I found it uncomfortable.
1: So do you regret having gone in?
0: I mean, I wouldn't say regret because like nothing really bad happened. Did you
1: get out before you even like? Did you speak to anybody in there? No, you didn't approach any celebrities. No, no. Were you starstruck? You've said before that you would get starstruck seeing like Mick G or something. I yes, don't remember like who Mick, Mick G, the director Charlie's Angels. Oh my
0: god, William, that is so weird. Why did you think of Mick G? I
1: think you. I think you said that once.
0: Well, maybe I, I
1: maybe I did. I think that, I that think does sound it,
0: like something I would pull out of my ass faster right. than you. I do would. think
1: it's something that came up.
0: Yes, I would get starstruck if something um, g. Yeah, but I also was just feeling awkward, so I didn't even get to fully process the starstruckness. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, no, I, I saw Tom Arnold, and I was like, whoa, Tom Arnold. Whoa, Sean Patrick Flannery. Whoa, I think that's Billy Zane. Whoa, John O'Halloran. So yes, yeah, I was yeah, a little yeah. starstruck, but I also just my anxiety was like, this is so empty people are wondering if I'm going to come up to them. I feel really weird. So I I looped it, and I yeah, bounced. Yeah.
1: Well, the real thing, I, this is the first time that they're, well, you know, they missed last year, so... Yeah. There's a skip year here. Yes. They didn't do the NJ HorrorCon last year, so this is the first time they're back. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really to try to see, like, what is attendance like? How yeah. does this work? And Take the temperature. Here, where the vendors are, where, like, the average people are... It's jamming. It seems really populated to me. But yeah. I will say, going into the celebrity room, it does seem less populated.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I also think many people don't know that... It's there or something. You know what I, I mean? Had no because idea. when we came here as guests two years ago, it was all mixed together. Yeah. So I wonder if people don't know that it's there.
1: But we had several people come over and be like, Did you hear that Hunk Hunk Reynolds cancelled Yes. at the last second? And we're like, I did not hear that, I don't know who that is.
0: I think there are and I'm not saying these things are completely separate, but I think there are probably some people who kind of come for the vendors to get like art and stuff that is horror themed yeah and then there are also people who come and they're really excited to get things autographed and stuff like that yeah i think you're right um, about that so i bet those autographed people like were zeroing in on that room but i think maybe there's some people who are just like eh, I, you know that's cool but that's not really what i'm here for so they don't worry about well, it also
1: they're so expensive 40 dollars yeah. to that's take a, a selfie
0: that's a lot it takes like two seconds to hit the button
1: and I, know. I i don't know
0: it's a chunk of change.
1: It's a chunk of change. So yeah. I don't know if like the rates need... Add, who knows? I know nothing about cons. Yeah, totally. Anyway, across from us right now right. is somebody. I know. Yeah.
0: I don't know who. I saw him in the celebrity room. Okay. I don't know who he is. And he's
1: talking to somebody who was dressed like Silent Night, Deadly Night, yeah. Santa. Mm-hmm. So I think it's probably a Silent Night, Deadly Man.
0: Oh, maybe. Yeah. 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 Something he like is that. He's pretty engaged in the Santa of it all, so I bet you're right.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's about right. That's cool. And he's got his own security. Oh, whoa. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I feel like I could take that guy. (laughs) Don't you?
1: We got a security threat right here. (laughs) I'm going to call down the full force of the showboat casino on you. (laughs)
0: That's right. Um, So, yeah, I don't regret going into the room. It wasn't too bad, but I didn't enjoy myself. You got nothing out of it. (laughs) Uh, No, I I got a a little tiny like hill blip of like, whoa, celeb, whoa, celeb, whoa, celeb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a constant... Drip of, I feel weird, I feel weird, I feel, weir- feel weird. Fair enough. fine. But then on the way back, so there is a beef jerky business here um, that is really, really cool. They They're came really by sweet. and gave us a jerky flight, which was so nice.
1: They just gave us little samples of their stuff, because honestly, so Kristen's game has been working like gangbusters here. People come, they play the game, we chat about the show a little bit, they want candy. Yeah. Kristen honestly has been like favoring or currying favor with people.
0: We're buying their love with candy bars. We
1: are. And so we started like, you know, making like friends with people a little bit. So this other business just came by to give us like samples of their stuff. I know. Which, which is, is just so nice, nice to do. It's yeah. called
0: Fire Beast Jerky, and it was very delicious. So, on the way back from the celebrity room, I was like, okay, I'm going to walk through the con a little bit. I want to go buy a bag of Fire Beast, Jer- Fire Beast Jerky. I ended up buying three. It's a family business. Love it. Mom, dad, kids. Wonderful. Very awesome. And... Um, on the way to that, I was passing tables, obviously, and my eye got caught, and I ended up spending like more money than I was planning on, which is fine. I really just thought I was going to beeline to Fire beast Jerky and then come back to the table. Yeah. But I ended up going to I was this- actually
1: surprised, because I would think of the two of us, I'd be more prone to go pick stuff up. Yeah. But I've bought nothing.
0: I know. Well, what I got is from a shop on Etsy called Amber Griffin Armory. Again, a family jam. It was brothers who make this stuff in their mom's garage. And I've got a pet dragon in a cool cage. Yeah, Kristen's showing on the
1: screen right now. It's
0: a ceramic sleeping dragon on a chunk of rose quartz with little pieces of ostrich egg around it. Like, it hatched from the ostrich egg. And it's in a really pretty kind of birdcage thing. It is cool. So, I got that... And I got a little mug that looks like a witch's cauldron and a cute little unicorn figurine. Very, very nice. Kristen came back carrying all these bags. I was <laughs> like, is that all the jerky? Did you I you like
1: 50 pounds of jerky?
0: <laughs> I know. Even when I went up to the jerky people, they were like, whoa, what'd you get? And I was you like, came uh. back
1: with so much stuff.
0: I know. Well, it's just that the box or the bag with the uh, the dragon is big. Yeah, yeah. But um, But yeah, so I bought that stuff.
1: Right on? Yeah. It's yeah. very neat. I mean there are a lot of businesses here right now. Yeah. A lot of people selling their artwork.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, and then
1: people with like sort of movie memorabilia
0: and stuff like that. Yep. Do you think you're gonna take a stroll around and buy anything potentially? Is there anything that you would want?
1: Maybe I should maybe I should do a pass because honestly I've been so sort of focused on like trying to film like like few yeah. clips of things here and there. But yeah, maybe yeah. maybe I should maybe I should just go do a pass. Why don't you right go back. do a loop? Alright, I'm gonna go do a loop, everybody. Yeah. Kristen, entertain the people or I'll cut it out.
0: Cut it? What are you nuts? You could be gone for a while. Could be gone for an hour.
1: <laughs> All right, I am back.
0: Yes, it from was, your loop.
1: It was quite an excursion.
0: You were gone for a really long I was gone time. For a like very well long over time. an hour.
1: An hour? I That's think not so. True. I was definitely I gone, gone for, gone for a an half hour. hour and change.
0: No. Yeah. No. At one point, at, at some point after you were gone, I looked at my phone, and it was 4.50. Well. And it is 5.40 now.
1: No way. Yes. So, all right. Here's what happened. I went to go start to do my loop. Yep. I ran into the guy that said that he wants to kick kids' asses or whatever. Uh-huh. And I, over, I just over, I didn't hear him talk, like I didn't talk to him. Yeah. I heard him talking to people and he was doing that thing where, like that bravado thing of going like, no, I'm serious, man. I'm like a total piece of shit. Oh. You don't even know. I'm like a total piece of shit. Oh. And I was like, oh, this doesn't seem happy or healthy or. Okay. I don't know. Well. Then I was, I was trying to get us water, but the thing didn't work. So I had to go all the way the other end. So I had to go to this restaurant to get us some water to drink. Yeah. And as I'm standing there, I placed the order and I wanted a, a slice of pizza because we've been here all day. Yeah. And I'm waiting for it and it's just taking forever on its own. And then a dude in front of me goes like, what do you mean? No, you don't have it? And then I just see him turn around and leave.
0: Uh-huh. I
1: think it's somebody that we interacted with before. I think he did the the scavenger hunt.
0: Okay. Um,
1: but he's wearing like a vest with all pins and stuff. Uh-huh. And so he turns around and leaves. And then I, I, I keep waiting and then the, the chef dude comes out and he goes,
0: you just see that guy?
1: And I went, he's talking to me. Yeah. And I go, no, what? And he goes, that guy just spit on the ground. Can you believe that? And I turn and I look down, there's spit on the ground.
0: Oh my god. And then
1: it turns out the dude was just hanging out in the restaurant the chef guy goes, him. Yeah, that guy. And he starts yelling at him. <gasps> he's like, what do you think you're doing? You are spitting on the ground over here? What's wrong with you? Uh-huh. And they just start getting into a shouting match and I'm just standing there <laughs> I'm calmly. I'm just waiting for
0: my pizza. I'm waiting
1: for my yummy slice. <laughs> So oh. I don't know. That was that was the whole thing. That's pretty wild. It was pretty. It gets it gets pretty rowdy here. Yeah, right at, at the, the NJ, NJ HorrorCon. Con. Um, it's like a big ridiculous arena we're in. Also, yeah. like I walked over to a place and there's like a huge like um, uh, wrestling ring. What? And stu- yeah, down by the arcade, there's like a gigantic wrestling ring and like oh my god, a motorcycle on display. There's a lot going on in here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a hotel casino, so that's kind of what they do, I guess. Lots of stimuli. It's
1: very busy. Yeah,
0: It's wow. hard for me to
1: focus. Uh-huh. So anyway, I did make my rounds. Yes. And uh, here are some things that I got. Number one, I want to just say, because you got so much stuff and because here on the show I said, I'm going to go look around for stuff to buy, uh-huh. I felt a significant amount of pressure to actually buy <laughs> stuff. And I'm going to be honest with you, there, I, I just... I think I, I think I genuinely. There's just so much going on. It's hard for my eyes to focus. Yes. I have a very hard time calming down and looking at people's tables and not being like, "Oh my God, they're looking at me. They want me to buy something, whatever." So I get all anxious. Yes. But somebody had a, a stand set up called VHS, PS. I uh-huh. think. And so they're selling all of these like really obscure horror movies. That's and cool. so I was looking through them all, and I picked two. I picked one because it seemed interesting to me, and I picked the other because I think you would hate it. Okay, great. And honestly, I started looking at these thinking, like, oh, hey, I'll just pick up two super obscure old horror movies, and maybe that's something that we could look at yeah. for the show and just have fun with it or something like that. We, like, you know, got these movies from the con.
0: Totally. Okay, so one of them is called Superstition. I've never heard of it. The cover is cool, it looks kind of like a. Like a vampire or something, maybe based on the fact that it's wearing a cape with something that looks like a high collar. Yeah. Even though it's totally backlit, so you can't see any actual features of the people on the cover. Yeah, it's basically but, just
1: a silhouette of somebody carrying a body, carrying right. a woman.
0: So that's called superstition. And
1: here's the you should have believed, it says on the back, all your fears, all your silly superstitions, they all came true. Um, in 1784, El- Elandra Sherrick is condemned a witch and sentenced to death by crucifixion. But as the daughter of Satan, her soul is not destroyed. Her demonic spirit lurks in Black Pond, seeking vengeance. I like Black Pond. Black Pond, yeah. So this seemed like very like classically, you know, classic-y horror
0: kind right. of stuff. And then this I picked up. Yeah, I'm not loving the looks of this. It's the clown murders. And the cover is a guy holding kind of, actually kind of like a mime mask. Yeah. And he's got blood all over him. And it says it all started out as a joke.
1: Now, look at the back. Okay. The back. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, that's the other reason why I got it. One, you don't like clowns. No. Two.
0: John Candy's in this. Yeah.
1: John Candy. It seems to be a serious role for John Candy.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. So this is what it says. It's close to midnight. It's Halloween. And something horrible is about to happen. John Candy, Splash, SCTV, stars in this tale of big business, lost love, and madness. It starts as a simple Halloween kidnapping to thwart a big land deal. You know, one know. of those, a yeah. simple. And ends, That's like a
1: Scooby-Doo plot, yeah. right? Like, I will...
0: To thwart a big land deal. Yeah. Um, and ends in a nightmare of violence and murder. Be careful, clowns aren't always funny. Some can be deadly serious. The clown murders will keep you on the edge of your seat until its final thrilling moments.
1: Isn't it funny? Like, it's more uncommon for a clown to be funny these days, yes, you're right? right. Like,
0: it would be more it's like unique. It's like, oh, scary.
1: It'd be more unique and subversive if the clown was funny. You're completely right. Like, clowns are exclusively a tool of horror. Yes, that's totally true. Yeah. So All right. I got these two things. I thought maybe we could take a look at I'm sure at them. we
0: will revisit those on the show at some point. They'll
1: come up at some point in the future, yep. I think. You know, I, I've invested big bucks in this. Yes,
0: of course. And
1: then this. Honestly, I had my eye on this place regardless. Yeah. One of the, the uh, stalls around here is Dave Dick Illustrations. It's at Dave underscore Dick underscore. And his artwork is wonderful. It's very mm. much like black and white very clearly inspired by the Stephen Gamble artwork from the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark book series. Yeah. We've talked about Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark on this show yes. in the past. So I love that kind of artwork. It's very like splashy and drippy and Like stringy. spidery,
0: kind of. Yeah,
1: spidery. Yeah. And so he's got this uh, piece of Ghostface, which right. honestly, like I've been, with Scream 5 around the corner, I've been listening to so many podcasts about Scream and, you know, not to, not to gatekeep, but I feel like I hear people talk about how funny Scream is all the time. And oversell the comedy of it. Uh-huh. Um, like, Scream, to me, is not all about being funny. No! But this artwork by Dave Dick is all about being scary.
0: I do really like that. Which I
1: think is really, really enjoyable. Yeah. The white ghost face mask is sort of, uh, like, hidden within the shroud of the hood. And, like, there's not even any texture here. It all just looks like a black mass. Yeah. So I think I'm going to get this framed and... You know, as we record, my my basement, our studio was destroyed in the uh, yeah the storm and the flood that's been going on here. But someday when we've got our studio back together, mm-hmm. I want to have this piece framed.
0: Yeah, uh, I on love the that. Wall.
1: I think it's so cool looking.
0: It definitely is. It's so
1: sort of like dramatic and like there's almost like a, a weird. It's you know, Ghostface is an evil villainous.
0: Yes, he's a murderer, frightening character. He's and a bad guy.
1: I feel like you know, I, I don't know. He gets turned into like a tool of being a. a
0: yeah. Just like a like scary movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I, I sort of like to see him gone the exact other way where it's like super scary. Yeah.
0: I like that. I also like your thought behind that. What's You're that? right. I don't know that it's like particularly a scary depiction of yeah. Ghostface. I like that.
1: I think he's scary. The white of his face. Of course. Yeah, me too. In the dark especially. Yes. One th- I was thinking about, honestly, I was thinking about this recently. So I wrote, this is now several years ago, but I wrote a thing that I called How I Would Reboot Scream. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it because I was like, "Do I wonder if I stand by my writing from that long ago?" Because I've done so much writing since. Yeah. Does that old writing uh, uh, embarrass me now, or something like that? So I revisited it a little bit, and I've been thinking about it. And I wrote a moment that I thought was really cool, where I didn't. I wrote the cold open. I uh-huh. wrote basically the like Drew Barrymore scene, but the girl in my opening scene gets away. Mm -hmm. And what happens is she's being chased by Ghostface and very much like, remember in the Drew Barrymore opening, while she's on the ground, she reaches up and pulls the mask off of Ghostface, but the camera pans up before you can see who it is. Right. In my script, I had Ghostface standing on the edge of a tree line in the dark, looking at the girl, and then she says, you know, like, who are you or whatever. Yeah. And he takes a few steps backwards into pitch black Mm -hmm. and throws the mask onto the street yeah to basically say like I'm I'm unmasked myself but I won't let you, you know who see. I am uh-huh and then the final shot was of the ghost face mask on the um, street as the red and blue lights of, uh, of police lights start flashing on the bone white of the skull yeah and I was like oh sh- I, I actually really stand by this it's like very, very visual cool. and very scary and
0: I like, like that a lot pretty
1: cool and like I don't know. It's sort of the vibe. I was trying to get back to Ghostface as being a really scary, intimidating, whodunit figure. Yeah. And this artwork, I feel like, sort of plays into, yeah, the real scary anonymity of yeah. this guy.
0: You're totally right. Yeah. So, Will, episode 200. Yes. What, off the top, we didn't discuss doing this. Yeah. What would you say is one of your favorite topics that either we've done or that you individually covered?
1: That's interesting. I remember, and this is going back, Real, I'm talking about the top. the the original 10 shows, Yeah, I loved talking about Banshees. Yeah. I think Banshees, and admittedly, it was a million years. It's not to say that I don't love everything that came since, because we've done so much. Mm -hmm. But I loved getting into the, honestly, the way that we learned about Banshees, I don't remember which one of us covered it.
0: I think I did.
1: You may have. I think. Actually, it might have been episode one. Was it Boogeyman and Banshees? Yes. So, yeah, I'm talking about episode one. Yeah. Because a lot of that episode, like, changed the way that I think about storytelling. And, Mm. like, you talked about how it was the conventional storytelling. We're not saying this is a good thing, but this is what the story was. Old wash women are drowned. They come back as Banshees. And I started going, so if you, for some reason, wanted to doom somebody to an eternity as a Banshee... That's what you got to do.
0: Right. There's like a formula to it. There
1: are rule. There's a very simple I know, I know. formula.
0: Everybody's a banshee.
1: Everybody's a banshee. <laughs> uh, but I, I loved that, and I, I, still think of that pretty frequently. Yeah. Do you? Do you have one?
0: I really like that. I also really liked from the first batch of episodes the Springheeled Jack stories.
1: Yeah, that was cool.
0: Yeah. So Springheeled Jack was this figure in like 1800s London, who people said that would, like, bounce from top of building to building, like, blue fire onto people. There are all these very crazy sightings of yeah. this figure. Yeah. And I remember that as being, like, a fun story.
1: It was cool, because it's also, like, that Jack the Ripper era. Yeah. But it's a humanoid... I guess yeah. he's a hu- is he a human or is he a demon?
0: I think he's supposed to be like the devil.
1: He's the devil. So I, but he's I, like a Well
0: a, a devil, I guess. So I guess a demon. Yeah, but he's like yeah. a
1: human. In as human form. devil. Right, yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah, that is really cool.
0: I know, I think it's a fun one.
1: And then of course I'm a big fan of any time that we like left. Honestly, like
0: this. Yeah.
1: I know that this episode sounds different because we're physically we're in a we're in a goddamn casino right yeah. now with like music blasting and people all around us.
0: Yeah. There's a booth somewhere that played Machine Head by Bush three times in a row. What? I don't know why. That's
1: a lot of times. I know. Yeah. One Even is enough. Even though it
0: rocks. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Of course, we all know that. Yeah. Um, but like, I love it whenever we've left. So I remember I know. very early on we, the first time we ever left was we would do, we had done Twin Tiles.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: And so then we left the studio to try to go find one. As We thought we knew where one was in Edison, New Jersey. So yes. we ended the episode out in the world. Yeah, We've gone now to, to seances. We've done episodes in the car. Yeah. We went to see that Travis Walton yep. documentary and then recorded an episode too. in the Taco Bell parking lot.
0: That's right. That was another one of my favorites, I think.
1: Yeah, mine too.
0: That's a good one. We
1: used the light of the Taco Bell yeah. for the video version of the show.
0: Right. Perfect I, ambient light.
1: And uh, the big one... The, when we did our live show mm-hmm. which so oh, yeah, many people up. actually like traveled to I know. to come see us and we got to go out and do like actual ghost hunting right for the sake of the show I, I love all of that stuff
0: I do too We have that playing actually here at the con on yeah. Will's iPad like the ghost hunting thing is playing outward
1: yeah we've just had it on a loop so that we can like sort of show people like you know not that this is all that we've done but yeah. like it's very visual it's very interesting. You can watch us, like, at the Devil's Tree and stuff. Yep. It's just, it's ridiculous. (laughs) So, yeah, I think all of that stuff. That is all
0: good. Um, (laughs) Is there anything in particular that was, like, a particular struggle to research that you remember? That you remember being like, oh, this is tough. Oh, boy. Whether it was that, like, it ended up being something that was really hard to get all the information on because it was confusing. Or something that you're like, oh, I'm already in this deep and I really like this.
1: Well, I, see, this is what's tricky is like, I this is a very, very, very honest answer. And I realize that this sounds like very diplomatic, but it's true. Mm-hmm. I feel like usually if we pick a topic that I typically wouldn't really be interested in or something. Yeah. I usually don't stop until I find the thing that hooks me. Yeah.
0: You know? Mm-hmm. And so
1: that because of that, I don't usually end up finding things tricky like that. Do you have something like that?
0: No, not at the top. Because same deal. Like, I do sometimes start to get in the weeds where I'm like, okay, so I should cover this aspect or something even though it's boring. And then I think I catch myself and I'm like, let me find the thing that I think is cool about this. And even if it's not, like, A-plus for history, like, at least it'll make it interesting.
1: I'll tell you what. I think that might be a very good thing. Maybe. Because, honestly, so the reason we started Guide to the Unknown in the first place, like, I think, I don't know that we really ever – say this, but like, we've been doing shows for such a long time together. Mm -hmm. Before we started Guide to the Unknown, we did a show called Book Club Schmook Club, where we would review books. And um, you know, I never expected our shows to really like explode or take off or anything. And mostly, like, we would just spend a ton of money on equipment not knowing what we were doing. Yeah. And recording shows and sending them out there not knowing if people would even actually like them. Totally. And uh, we ended Book Club Schmook Club because we started to be like, I don't know if this is doing it for mm-hmm. us anymore. I don't, I don't know if we're into this. Yeah. And honestly, I think that we've now been doing Guide to the Unknown as long, if not slightly longer. Yeah. Than Book Club Schmook Club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, I still feel really in it. Me too. And like some like more invested. Definitely. Like, I'm really, really interested in, like, the future of Guide to the Unknown. Yeah,
0: totally. It's so much fun, and there's so much to explore. There's just, it never ends in a good way. There's so many weird things out there, mysteries, like weird cryptids, stories about creatures, ghost stories, endless.
1: Even, like, super obscure stuff, that's some of my favorite stuff. When we talk about something that I've never heard before.
0: Yep. Yeah, um, I've learned so friggin' much.
1: I, But I've also forgotten a lot. Admittedly, I, I have a very hard time. I guess
0: I should say we have, yeah, like in the moment, I've covered so friggin' right. much. Have I learned and absorbed it? Not sure. We should do... Sometimes. We
1: should compete against each other.
0: Yeah, like quiz each other on past shows. On
1: Guide to the Unknown Knowledge. That's a good that idea. That would be pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, that is a good idea. Yeah. I like that.
1: But like, having said all that, like, this show has done pretty well for us. Yeah. To be sure. Like... We had, admittedly, you know, it's it's odd times and we're in a very specific location. Uh But we did have somebody come out who was like, Yeah, 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 we know you. And they even said to us a phrase that was really sweet. It was like they said you
0: He said like you're more known than you know you are.
1: Yeah, you you might yeah, you might be more known than you realize. Yeah. Something like that. It was just like
0: It's really sweet. It was
1: very sweet. Mm. And I still feel like what I'm invested in is the fun more than anything. Right? Like I love learning the stuff, but I'm here to, like, make Guide to the Unknown and have it be the thing that, like, is, like, a, a, a fun, like, vacation from everything else. Yeah, and it's, totally. like, a good time. Totally, you know? yeah. Um, it's wild. I it's know. wild that we've been doing this for this long.
0: I know. And it truly is.
1: 200 episodes. I
0: know. Yeah. I'm so glad.
1: Um, what do you think about the future? What do you think the future uh, has in store? Or we've got some things that we've talked about on the side that yeah. I don't think we really want to announce here or anything like that. I don't that. think so. But if, if, do you think that you could possibly give, like, a hint about...
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to start offering a lot more material soon.
1: I think so. I I think think
0: I may go as far as to say, William, double your pleasure, double your fun.
1: Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Double your pleasure, double your fun. Look Mm -hmm. at uh, patreon.com slash gttupod. Yeah. And then consider... Doubling your pleasure and doubling your fun.
0: <laughs> that's right. So I think that's where it's going to be going and doing kinds of different kinds of things, different formatted stuff.
1: Yeah. Like, a lot of variety, I think, yeah. is in our future. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Which is cool. And I would like to keep doing things like this. So would I. I, I will say, here's something. Mm-hmm. I did feel weird. So we're, we're sitting here. We're not wearing masks at the moment, but we're also pretty socially distant from people. Mm-hmm. But when I when we've gone to walk around and everything, we mask up. Yeah. I feel pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. have to tell you. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think I'm going to want to take a test, a yeah. COVID test, like, pretty soon after we yeah. leave. Yeah. But I do love doing this and it's been fun interacting with people Uh and like we've had plenty of instances and you may have heard some in the final version of the show I don't know if I cut them out or not but like where we'd go like hey do you want to watch this no, okay, have a good yeah. day. Oh, totally. And that you just have to let them go. Also early on when I had more energy at like, you know, eleven AM, I would just uh-huh. shout at people. I, I told somebody to like sink their teeth into a
0: sweetie. Oh my God. Something I like that. know. And I was like, Will, no one is gonna respond to that. That's so weird. I knew that they weren't I knew that they were I know, it was not for interested. You. It was for me. Yeah. I said
1: it for me. <laughs> I know. But like it's fun to be out here and be weird and, and do the, the show. Yeah, totally. And I don't know. I do feel somewhat like we are professionals, especially in our Dorky, the little guy to Known shirts
0: i know like little gap employees i know
1: yes yeah <laughs> it's funny
0: totally what
1: i think we need i think we need more juice i don't I know. know what uh let me pause this because Yeah. all right guess what everybody the uh the camera that we were using died that's okay it didn't look very good uh but that means that we're gonna switch to the phone yeah and now that we're recording from a phone you know what that means
0: we're gonna take the show on the road and walk around this place
1: we're about to go mobile, y'all. Let's yeah, check this place let's do out.
0: This. Oh. See the
1: Billy Zane. Oh. Yeah, I see Billy Zane.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I told, told you. you. I told you.
1: Yeah, I'm not filming Kristen. I mean I'm not filming Billy Zane. I'm filming Chris Kristen.
0: That's right, he's behind me in a cowboy hat, a mask, and sunglasses. Look at him. Mm-hmm. That's
1: right. Video version only, I guess. <laughs> What'd you say? Video version only.
0: <laughs> well, you can believe us.
1: Enough. Incidentally.
0: So, um, what's his name? Who?
1: Tom <laughs> Oh my God.
0: I can't.
1: Let's ask if they take your card. Wait, what? Let's ask if they take your card. All right. <laughs> I wonder if he will do basically a live cameo. There's been a development there's been development we have to move yeah mr arnold mr tom arnold
0: mr arnold's time is money it's precious he told us to hurry up and so we're hurrying
1: mr arnold has requested an audience with us that's right but it's going to cost
0: and yeah he said he'll make it worth our while i don't know what that means
1: but it's going to be good
0: yeah
2: all right question and will it's tom arnold here uh, we are having a threesome. Uh, it's always been my dream. Brother and sister.
0: I knew this was coming. I, I, <laughs> I knew I was go when this you were one. double-checking yeah. a couple times.
2: I knew it. Listen, i tell you, Kristen... Wait a minute. Which one's Kristen? That's the one awesome. on your left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, your glasses are foggy up, just like mine fog up. It's okay if I take... We're both... Yeah, we're yeah. Both yeah vaccinated. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Always That's foggy. not telling you, but yeah. I'm very vaccinated. <laughs> I'm but I, I'm also a big man, and I know what it's like to have your glasses fog up. Oh, yeah, it's tricky. Man. And, uh... That you know long. but you don't have anything to get to men, do you Wait a minute. No, no. <laughs> now you've been a fan of us for how long oh, for uh, however long it took you to go to the ATM <laughs> but I did like I will say this I like you guys so I bet you I said they're easy to get along with I'll say because I was going to say just say hey watch your podcast but I said let's sit down and do an interview. That is I true. Know, that was really
1: yeah, nice. yeah. We first approached. We tried to get ten seconds of Mr. Yeah. Arnold's time, and saying. And he
0: volunteered yeah. that he would do more. Well, I, that's good. Nice. Uh,
2: well, I also that yeah, you guys didn't mention this because you don't know it, but I have a podcast. Yes, yes. I do. do you really know that? We do yes. know that. I looked it up after. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 well, now you guys are. Your podcast is called Adventures of the Unknown. What is it guide to the unknown? You know. Guide to the unknown. Of course You know I do. what the name is. Of course I do. And uh, what do you think about being here at the convention? We're here at a convention for uh, horror movies and such. And what do you guys really think about being here? I'll tell you what. I'm uh, gonna, I'll
1: tell you the very brutal truth. Yeah. I enjoy myself. This is the first time we ever bought a table to go yeah. to a convention. What does so? buying a table mean? I know you said that it's like this. You well, you've got it? so
2: you've are got you two got six stuff out there. Yeah, yeah, we got
1: our stuff in the other room. They don't yeah. put us in the celebrity room. Yeah. I don't know why. Not yet. Yeah, we're so well known. But so it's it's great, and quite frankly, ninety nine percent of the people that come up are really kind, really nice. And then you get that the happens. people that sort of like stick around for a good long while. They're called drifters. They drift. Yeah, they and
2: force you to sit down with them and yeah. wrap your arms around yeah. them like this. But sometimes they're, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that come these conventions that are on the spectrum, I'm on the spectrum, and you can really, you just got to know, you go, okay, this is going to be a, we're going to have, you know, first of all, they really care about these yeah. movies, yep. and so you get a minute, you have a little bit of fun with them, and uh, and so it's great. I mean, not everybody's as fun as you guys. No. I mean, what how can, can they, do? tell me how you grew up. <laughs> oh, we grew up in the middle of nowhere, yeah. in Connecticut, yeah. okay, in the woods. That's like Iowa, where I grew up. Now, my sister is the queen of meth. You can see on Discovery Plus. How are you, buddy? You see Discovery Plus, there's a documentary series that. about her. Yeah, yeah. What did your sister ever do for you? Nothing. Jesus. <laughs>
0: You set them up. <laughs> exactly.
2: <He's like>, oh, <laughs> you weren't you, know. the queen of meth and No, not the queen of math. Yeah.
1: That'd no. Honestly, we had we had a really good childhood. We bro- so growing up in the middle of nowhere, we heard urban legends about like the guy you know behind the house stabbed his dad on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that happened. Kristen knew of a guy that like hung himself in his basement. Sort like all all wish. of yeah. these yeah. horror stories. And honestly, so I ended up growing up to become a horror writer and we yeah. do now a horror show so yeah. honestly it
2: all sort of contributed you know no, you do you know i grew up at in the midwest in iowa and next to where ed Gein oh. uh yeah or, or from and uh, jeffrey dahmer and also john wayne gacy so it seems like the people that are you know you talk about the oh, fellow awesome. hanging himself that people like to make stuff out of skin where i'm from you know like that a, a, right? you know, and i worked in the kill for a bean packet plant for three years How out of that high that school right? And I can see where they get that. There's a lot of... You skin a lot of stuff out there. Does it beca- it yeah, becomes normalized, It I'm becomes sure. normalized. Yeah. And you're like, well, I killed this person. I might as well use their skin to make me a lampshade. Like, for real. That's how crazy... Here's the thing. People are left alone too long. Yeah. And they're out in these farmhouses by themselves. And they, you know, it just gets creepy. So
1: I want to I ask you. So we're at the Harlapom. How do you feel about these events and horror fans? We got a guy dressed like Michael Myers yeah, that just slowly walked through the. There's also
2: people with gun- fake guns, so that kind of worries me. Yo. I was in Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago oh, at Steel was... Club and there was guys walking around dressed like soldiers. Yeah, and I'm like. Yeah, what if, you know. It's not, not the know, right
1: time. Well, you so your position here, honestly, you, you, you're you in the corner here. Yeah. Yeah, You've I got the view coming. of the arena. Yeah, but Like, it's all, do, you, do you feel comfortable here? There? Like, how do you feel? Especially horror fans must really hound yeah. you about Freddy's
2: dead. Yeah, right? they do. I feel totally comfortable. And, uh, you know, I can see you guys coming. For a I said, that's it. We were arguing if that was you guys. You go, no, that's it. That's the podcast host. They're coming back. No, I see them. I see the little microphone in his hand. Well, hey, listen, we weren't here to be a pain in your ass, right? Really. No, no, you weren't. Yeah. It worked out well because right before you were here, somebody was a huge pain in my ass. Yeah. Uh, and so. How so? How do we. Well, avoid you know, this? a lot of people have come up and asked me to do their like, stuff for their podcast here. And, uh, you know, it's just not possible. Right. You know, but, but uh, you know, I've met a lot of very nice people, but I also have a lot of respect for what you guys do. Plus, you're unusual. You're a brother and sister team. You know that's a, that I can that's very relatable. I'll tell you what. This is not mm-hmm. our this is not our day
1: job. I we really do this agree. for fun. I realize that. Well, no. I mean for one no yeah. shit but like yeah. hey listen I do I do entertainment stuff yeah. in the uh, for my job. Yeah. But so this we do for the fun of it. Yeah, of course. And so honestly like we feel like super laid back. I the thing I feel good about us some people develop that energy of like really it's not work. it's not taking, but you've got to double down and try even harder, and it just, yeah. it doesn't feel organic, it doesn't feel. No, it fit. doesn't feel... And
2: honestly, I'm here to have a good time. Yeah. and uh, I can tell you, know, you guys are very smart, okay. and uh, it's hard to tell cool. with some people, but uh, you know, this is also good because it's been a slow convention, good because so sure. terrible and the terrible rains and terrible storms out here. We lost our so. podcast
1: set in the flood. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My entire home oh, office, I, I, I'm, oh, okay. I'm, a, I'm a horror writer, so... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you lost what? Did you lost your computer? No, I well, I lost my basement. Lost I, I yanked everything out of there, man. Yeah. I got all my gear out, but like yeah. we're not gonna be down
2: there for. Yeah. Do we Did like
0: a set, but did you
2: oh, you did, one? yeah. Oh, yeah. we should do that at ours.
0: Have a set. Yeah, do that's you guys good. Do idea. Video?
2: Yeah, we do, and it's me and my assistant Sasha, who's. Who's thirty uh-huh. and just has terrible opinions about everything. <laughs> and, uh, she, but she's great because she lives with the kids and I. Yeah. She helps with the kids. And yeah. Getting somebody who's good with your kids, yeah, it's worth putting up with a bunch of crap. You know? Oh, hey, we're we're looking at daycares um, right this second. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, i'm the one good thing about COVID is my kids got to be home for a year and a half. Yeah. Especially my daughter. I did not have her do Zoom preschool. I said this going to be a year. I hope you remember. That I won't remember that you and Dad had a bunch of adventures. Yep. And my son had to do, he was so bad at it. Zoom school is the man. The so, day cares; those people, you get good people, those safes. Yes. People that work with kids and take care of our kids and and uh, you know, they're the best of the best. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. And and they're working really hard yeah. right now, especially. Right. Well Yo, guys, can we get you to say one last yes, thing? Yeah, so I this can. is this is our two hundredth episode of Guide you I know, yeah, that's man. why I bought it, the two hundredth episode. I said how it, often do you do your podcast? Every
1: week. We've, so that's we've barely four years. Mi- yeah, we barely missed a week.
2: Oh my god, you guys are amazing. We do it for fun, but we prioritize it like a job. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well tell me what to say. Congratulations to uh, the adventure zone. What is it? The adventure zone? I like it. It
1: doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. I admit. love that show. He's pretending he doesn't know everything no, about us.
2: No. Guide to the unknown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Tom Arnold. It's the two hundredth anniversary show of Guide to the Unknown. I'm here with my brother and sister. We're enjoying it. And uh, thank you guys for listening and being fans. You know, all seven of you. Yeah. (laughs) We really appreciate you, and we love you. Next year, we're gonna make it to eight. Yeah. Yeah. Here's eight fans. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe we'll have another kid. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) You. You together.
1: (laughs) We just. We just. That'd be a big baby. We just put the belly button on my wife's tummy, and that's our next listener. Yeah. Thank you so much. This has been really fun. Yeah.
2: I really appreciate it. Well, thank you.
1: Whoosh.
0: So there you have it. A wild ride. Uh, What do you think?
1: Tom Arnold referred to this as our 200th anniversary.
0: I mean, it's, you know... Kind of.
1: Were that the case, we would have begun in the year 1821.
0: (laughs) Well, I guess if you think of the anniversary week to week, you know what I mean? So then it it is our 200th anniversary of our first show.
1: Whoever could have expected from episode one of their show that someday we would be sitting down with Mr. Tom Arnold.
0: So weird. Also, did all of you out there catch the clue that I left for you on social media when I posted...
1: Chris, she's so proud of herself for this. To
0: let everybody know that there wasn't going to be a live show this week, I said, don't worry, it'll still be out like normal. Uh, watch it or else you may as well be a resident of Dolt Manor.
1: Now, I read that myself and I just thought it was funny that you'd say you're going to feel like <laughs> a resident of Dolt Manor. You're going to feel so dumb right. uh, that you didn't uh, listen to the show or what But
0: I capitalized Dolt Manor. Didn't that seem strange?
1: No, because sometimes you will. Sometimes you like to highlight a stupid joke you came up
0: with. I guess that's true. Yeah, you're right. Well, Dolts Manor was an anagram for Tom Arnold. It was looking you in the face. <laughs> I'm all staring week.
1: in the face it was Tom Arnold. And then Riddle. I put
0: the emoji that has a little little monocle eye that's like wondering. Oh. That's indicating that something is going on in this post.
1: You should do that every time going forward if you hide something then so that people will know something is hidden.
0: Yes, I should.
1: Honestly, honestly, (laughs) I'm really proud of you for putting an anagram for Tom (laughs) Arnold in the post saying there wouldn't be a live show this week. (laughs) Thank you. It's it's really ridiculous. (laughs) Thank you. And stupid. Um, Adult manner. Kristen texted me being like, did you catch my anagram? I didn't know what the hell she was talking about so I went back through several of her posts and I was like, Dolt Manor sticks out like a sore thumb with that context. Oh my um, God, it's Tom Arnold. <laughs> she, she teased it all, way back when. I did. I'm, From the very beginning it was I teased. I know,
0: I'm devious and diabolical. We should go back
1: to episode one and hide um, like an EVP at the end. That just goes like, he's coming. <laughs> We're just
0: foreshadowing Mr. Mr. Arnold, Arnold. is coming. Throughout the entire show.
1: Now, I I don't know how uh, this is all going to be cut together because the, the NJ... HorrorCon was a whirlwind of a day. Yes. But I think it should go without saying, we did not expect.
0: A 20-minute conversation? No, we did not.
1: <laughs> oh, by the way, there's no way I'm putting that full thing in the, the finished know, episode. But we did. But speak that's how to, long it was. We did speak to Mr. Arnold for 20 minutes. Yes. I think I would like to put the full thing yeah. on Patreon yes. or something. Or maybe just after the end here, just as a a, a a wacky sure. Here's what it was to talk mm-hmm. to Tom Arnold for I'm twenty cool. minutes. whatever, yeah. He was incredibly charitable with his time. Yes. He did not have to do that, but he also clearly didn't really want to talk about Freddy's Dead, no. the Final Friday, or no. wait, Freddy's Dead, the Final Friday. <laughs> That's not right. No, it's not. Freddy's Dead, in Nightmare on Elm Street Part Six, I think. I don't know. But uh, yeah, he didn't. He wasn't really interested in that kind of thing, Mm-mm. which is what we'd talk about.
0: Yes, right. No, but, he was just kind of talking about like. His life and beliefs and and politics, yeah.
1: But it it was it was he was a wonderfully, he was so nice. That obviously we had this originally is now a
0: Tom Arnold Stan account.
1: Evidently, and I I am shocked. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. Didn't see it coming at all. But uh, and especially now, it's you know we're we're back home. Mm-hmm. My home studio is ruined. Yeah. Uh, so we're recording in a different space right now. But we're a couple days removed.
0: William, I tell you something that I'm embarrassed to tell you, but like. Whatever, and to tell the people when you mentioned your home studio being ruined to Tom Arnold, did you have? Well, I had a half second of like, what if he takes us on as a charitable case and like, no, buys
1: us a new studio? <laughs> you that's where your mind went briefly. You thought Mr. Arnold,
0: briefly, who yes, we
1: paid $50 to talk to,
0: briefly, yes. He, he was like, oh, it was destroyed. Oh, and I was like, oh my god. Could Mr. Arnold save us?
1: There, if this show became like a Tom Arnold production, you know?
0: Well, I wasn't thinking that, but I thought maybe he'd be like, look, he seemed like a nice kid. If it, Again, I thought about this for one second.
1: If contractually we had to refer to this as Mr. Arnold's Guide it would to the be Unknown. Like,
0: um, it would be like Noah Vanderhof's Wayne's World.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. Wayne's World
0: brought to you by Noah's Arcade.
1: Yes, so yeah. it would be Guide to the Unknown brought to you by Tom Arnold. Right is what we would contractually have to call this show for the next two hundred episodes. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're two hundred <laughs> episodes deep. It's something uh, it's Tom Arnold's guide to the unknown. <laughs> that's right. Um no, my So my, that you, didn't
0: occur to you. Kristen. Me neither.
1: It didn't occur to me for a millisecond. Me neither. Not at all. Not once. Me neither. Um, oh Kristen. That's so that's weird. really that's a, that's that's yeah, no, it didn't. I don't know. I don't even know what to think of that. I wasn't okay. looking at. I also wasn't looking at Tom Arnold like as a, a meal piggy ticket. bank. Yeah. I
0: wasn't either. It was, however, he responded. <laughs> Look at your
1: lips, <laughs> sizing up Mister Arnold's no, no, wallet.
0: No, no, no. No, he. It, it ended up being part. <laughs> Poor of Poor Mister Arnold. Oh, stop it! It ended up being part of a pattern with him, which that he was. He seemed very engaged and and caring and asking questions. Yes. Yeah. But so that just happened to be one of them where he was like, "Oh, it was destroyed. Like, what happened? Whatever." And I was like, "Maybe he's going to save us." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mr. Arnold will save us we don't even need saving <laughs> you know I mean? I'll get a new floor installed It's it'll be okay it ain't great but it's not like you know we're not living on a raft I know maybe Mr. Arnold will save us
0: I know I'm obviously being joked. she's not
1: joking at all you all don't know Kristen the way that I do she's being dead serious <laughs> No, um, well, I
0: forced William to do this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: No, we, to be honest, we only even uh, uh, went to speak to Tom Arnold because we were like, I think we both need to go into the celebrity room.
0: Yeah, at we feel we like it'll be a good finish.
1: And uh, then we saw that he was unencumbered.
0: Right. And when we had both gone in separately, he was very cumbered.
1: He was. He was frequently busy. Yes. Um, but he had he had a little bit of time as the comm was wrapping up, but they needed 50 bucks in cash, mm-hmm. so Kristen and I and I don't think this is something that's going to make the, the show very plainly, or maybe I'll drop the contextless clips at the end, because I did take audio of us as we were yeah. running from ATM to ATM, but we were like, oh it's going to be 50 bucks, do you take a card? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you take an IOU? Yeah. Venmo? They don't. Mr. Arnold's agent was like, 50 bucks Cash man, only. put that shit in my hand. <laughs> If that money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, owe. So we ran out to go to an ATM that was down. Then we waited online for the front desk, and I even said, Tom Arnold needs this money. Yeah. And they said, well, Mr. Arnold's going to have to learn to be patient. Right. Is what they said back to us, which was... It was amazing. Outstanding. Yeah. So we had to rush to the other end of the casino to get to a different ATM. Mm-hmm. And as we were running back, I started filming the money in my hand and going, Mr. Arnold needs this. Yeah. And Kristen's well, like, he, he, he had... needs this. Mr. Arnold needs this money.
0: <laughs> he had said, make it quick, make it quick.
1: Right. So it was fueling our every step. Yeah, and we made it back uh, in time. Thank God. And he cleared seats for us. And he sat for people that don't look at the video. Yeah, he wrapped his arms around us.
0: My hand was like kind of on his leg, just by like virtue of the way we we were like smushed.
1: We were smushed in yeah. together, the three of us, yeah. thick as thieves,
0: thick as thieves.
1: Um, and uh, honestly, we did it mostly for the the spontaneous joke of. Who expected, so weird. who expected us to talk to any celebrity at the end. And, oh, it's Tom Arnold? Yes. <laughs> What's happening? But he turned out to be lovely. a very kind person.
0: Yeah, seemed like a lovely person. Like yeah. very good. Yeah.
1: Um, the other thing that I want to shout out um, from our experience at the Horror Con is that uh, we, as we were sitting at the table at one point, somebody walked up to the table who was in character. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of cosplayers there. But at the Horror Convention it was a fellow who was dressed like joe dirt right the david spade character from from the movie joe dirt
0: 20 years ago he's
1: so. he's pulling a wagon that has a movie prop in it which we know to be a fused frozen ball of poop from right. an airplane that happens in that movie and I immediately popped there and I was like we have to get a picture with him yeah so Kristen and I take a picture with this Joe Dirt impersonator mm-hmm. he puts a guide to the unknown pin front and center on his his denim overalls huge
0: for us he, oh
1: prime place you placement. couldn't
0: buy that kind of advertising
1: it's free real estate right and so we take a series of of pictures with Joe Dirt, and we put them on the Guide to the Unknown Instagram, tagging David Spade. Mm-hmm. We wrote uh, "Dreams Do Come True" yep. at David Spade. David Spade shares it on his Instagram stories yeah. and just writes "No filters" because it was like
0: incredible. It was
1: like a a, a little old man. Yeah, right. <laughs> A little old man <laughs> dressed like Joe Dirt. You can, we saved it to our reels on... A, yes. ...at Pod on Instagram. Yeah. But what a star-studded day. I
0: know. So many brushes with fame.
1: Oh, my God. Man. Ha, we've never come that close before.
0: No. No. Absolutely. So what a 200th Certainly episode.
1: no one else that we've ever spoken to is quite as big as an elderly Joe Dirt impersonator.
0: No, certainly not. <laughs> certainly that kind not. of power and cachet, cachet in Hollywood... <laughs> no experience with it <laughs>
1: <laughs> um do you have any uh, final thoughts now that we are a couple days removed we're, we're back at home like i said do you have any did you enjoy it was yourself? a
0: whirlwind i enjoyed myself but i went to sleep like this was just purely a um almost like a biological function or something i went to sleep and i was still imagining talking to people at the con like me okay. going like hey, I want to play horror bingo. These scenes were just playing in my head like synapses were firing.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. People really seemed to enjoy it. They, they, I, they I, did, I want to yes. say by the end of the day, we had run out of stickers and magnets. We had run out of pins. People had taken them. They were wearing them. They seemed happy about them. Yeah. We almost got all the way through the bingo cards. Yeah. We were quite, busy Mm -hmm. i have to say yes and honestly we might even have some new listeners from the convention listening to this episode right now if we
0: do welcome if
1: we do welcome Mm -hmm. but i more than anything i want to say thank you to everybody who has stuck with us for 200 episodes yeah it is incredible And it is special and it means a lot to us. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have a lot of fun stuff that we're working on for the future. Some of it might even be the more immediate future. Yeah. Uh, So definitely keep your eyes peeled for that. But it's been a wild 200 episodes. I cannot wait for more. I said it in the body of this show, but like, hey, we've done stuff in the past where I start to burn out after a few years. Mm -hmm. I'm like ready to double down. I love Guide to the Unknown. And I I, I love the community and how positive people are. Me too. about this ridiculous show. And especially I know for our 200th episode we got to do something big and ridiculous and fun.
0: Yeah, just coincidentally.
1: And it became something of like a patchwork of clips by yeah. the end where like some of it's at the table and you can hear us talk to people and Tom Arnold, but now we're home. Uh, it's This is a, a, a very special, different kind of show that we never have done before. Yeah. Um, and it's just so fun to get to do for a big momentous event like our 200th show yeah absolutely so thank you all for sticking with us
0: yes thank you thank you thank
1: you make sure that you go check out patreon.com slash GTTU pod if you crave more Mm -hmm. Um, we're going to have a uh, netherworld dispatch coming up where we review Candyman 2 yeah and then
0: well well, oh I'm
1: calling it Candyman 2 it's Candyman 2021 i forgot to right. i guess i forgot to say <laughs> the, the other two one i forgot the O21. yeah <laughs> 2021 <laughs> sorry my brain's now moving faster or slower than my <laughs> mouth i can't tell but uh, a lot of fun stuff is coming to patreon.com slash gttupod so if yeah. you need more guide to the unknown don't worry we gotcha
0: it's coming
1: it's coming mm-hmm. uh make sure you hit up gttupod.com that will bring you to also things like our merch pages. All of our previous shows, our social media pages, at Pod, and you can even follow us online.
0: That's right. I'm at Chillin' Kristen.
1: I am at The Myth Traveler. So, happy 200, everybody. Yes. We will see you next week for a blast from the past. Hmm. But until that time comes, for the 200th time,
0: we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go we again. Also, is it so cuckoo that I just said that um, at the end of the first episode? That's how that happened. Is that right? Yes.
1: That's how we we came up with that.
0: Yes, I, I just went um back to Netherworld. Go away.
1: And we just held on to it. Yeah, I like it. I really like that. I as know a sign it's off. so weird. It's fun.
0: It's pulled it out of my ass.
1: But and the Netherworld is it's really getting comfy. Oh yeah, travel there so many times.
0: Absolutely,
1: we really made it ours.
0: Familiar with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Bye.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You're in demand. Let's start our interview. What's your name? Kristen. Kristen? Uh, Will. Will. Yeah. And what is it called? The adventure?
1: Uh, to the unknown.
2: You can edit this. you so See yeah, yeah. my background here. There's some fire yeah, extinguisher. Get it closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it closer. Yeah. All right, Kristen and Will, it's Tom Arnold here. Uh, we are having a threesome. Uh, it's always been my dream. Brother and sister.
0: I knew this was coming. <laughs> I, I, sure when I knew it was when go you this were way. double-checking a yeah. couple times. I
2: knew it. Listen, I tell you, Kristen... Wait a minute. Which one's Kristen? That's the one cool. on your left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, your glasses are foggy up just like mine fog up. It's okay if I think We're both vaccinated. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. not telling me, but yeah. I'm very vaccinated. <laughs> but I, I'm also a big man, and I know what it's <laughs> like to have your glasses fog up. Oh, yeah. It's tricky. And... Uh, that you long. know, but you don't have to get to men, do you? Yeah, wait a
0: minute. <laughs> no,
2: never. Now, you've been a fan of us for, for how long? Oh, for uh, However long it took you to go to the ATM. <laughs> but I did like, I will say this, I like you guys, so I bet you. I said, they're easy to get along with. I'll say, because I was going to say, just say, hey, watch your podcast. But I said, let's sit down. And do an interview. That is true. Know, that's really yeah, nice. yeah. When we
1: first approached, we tried to get
2: 10 seconds of Mr. Yeah. Arnold's time and saying...
0: volunteer. yeah, he would do more. Well, that's good. Nice. Uh,
2: well, I also... Yeah, you guys didn't mention this because you don't know it, but I have a podcast. Yes, yes. Do, do you really know that? We do yes. know that. I looked it up out thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, now, you guys are... Your podcast is called Adventures of the Unknown. What is it? Guide to the Unknown. You know. Guide to the Unknown. Of course You know I do. what the name is. I, of course I do. And uh, what do you think about being here at the convention? We're here at a convention for uh, horror movies and such. And what do you guys really think about
1: being here? I'll tell you what. I'm uh, gonna, I'll tell you the very brutal truth. I enjoy myself. This is the first time we ever bought a table to go yeah. to a convention. What does buying a table mean? I know you said that it's like this. Well, you've got so you've got, oh, you've got two got your six stuff out there. Yeah, we got our stuff in the other room. They don't yeah. put us in the celebrity room. Yeah. I don't know why. Not yet. Yeah, we're so well known. But so it's it's great, and quite frankly, ninety nine percent of the people that come up are really kind, really nice. And then you get that the happens. people that sort of like stick
2: around for a good drifters. Long while. They're called drifters. They drift. Yeah, they and force you to sit down with them and yeah. wrap your arms around yeah. them like this. But sometimes they're. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people that come to these conventions that are on the spectrum, I'm on the spectrum, and you can really, you just got to know, you go, okay, this is going to be a, we're going to have, you know, first of all, they really care about these movies, yep, and so you get a minute, you're having a little bit of fun with them, and and so it's great, I mean, not everybody's as fun as you guys, No, I mean, how can can they, tell me how you grew up. (laughs) Oh, we grew up in the middle of nowhere in Connecticut. Okay. In the woods. That's like Iowa where I grew up. Now my sister is the queen of meth. You can see on Discovery Plus. How are you, buddy? You see Discovery Plus, there's a documentary series about her. Yeah, yeah. What did your sister ever do for you? Nothing. Jesus. (laughs)
0: What are you setting them up? for like? <laughs> 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 Exactly. No, well,
1: you weren't the no. queen of meth. No, not the queen of meth. Yeah. yeah. No, honestly, we had we had a really good childhood. We broke so growing up in the middle of nowhere, we heard urban legends about like the guy, you know, behind the house stabbed his dad on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that happened. Kristen knew of a guy that like hung himself in his basement. Yeah, of like, all, all of yeah. these horror stories. And honestly, so I ended up Growing up to become a horror
2: writer, and we yeah. do now a horror show. So yeah. honestly, it all sort of contributed. You know? No, you do. You know, I grew up at, in the Midwest, in Iowa, and next to where Ed Gein oh. uh, where yeah. was from, and uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, and also John Wayne Gacy. So it seems like the people that are, you know, you talk about the fellow oh, hanging himself. That people like to make stuff out of skin where I'm from. You know, like, uh, so uh, right? you know, and I worked with the Kill Floor of a meatpacking plant for three years oh, out of high that right? school. And I can see where they get that. There's a lot of, you skin a lot of stuff out there. Does it beca- yeah, becomes normalized, It becomes story. normalized, yeah. and you're like, well, I killed this person. I might as well use their skin to make me a lampshade." Like, for real, that's how crazy. Here's the thing, people are left alone too long. Yeah. And they're out in these farmhouses by themselves, and they, you know, it just gets creepy. It's all yeah, funny. yeah. Remember that Brothers Keeper, that documentary oh, yeah. uh, where the brothers slept together? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you guys don't do that. Let me know, of course. No, thank you, Mr. Arnold. No, no,
1: I'm not. This think, is a family no, no, show. No, it is. It is. <laughs> and how many other brothers or sisters do you have? Uh, actually, well, two. So, a little bit of a sad story. Our oldest sister, no. Karen, coming up five years now, was killed by a drunk driver. Oh, on that's that horrible. But then our, horrible. our next oldest sister, Lynn, actually came by the hotel to visit us because we were here for the convention.
2: So on a, we're, we're pretty well, she's actually close, came man. by to visit me. Let's be honest with yeah, you. Yeah. You know, she, you. but she she played it cool. Yeah. Know? Yeah, like way under the radar, like she didn't yeah.
0: even come in. Yeah. Um, right. I gotta tell you, a few years ago, on one of Will's first dates with his wife, I bought him tickets to see you that's at the true. Stress Factory in, new oh, well, that's,
2: in now, why did you say true. that at the beginning? Yeah, we I know. Right? I know. We could have saved like all this cool. money. But you married? How long? Are you? are you still married? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. After five years? Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? How do you do that? A long time, man. Hey, we just we just had a new baby, seven months old. Oh my God. Well, there's nothing better than that. Let me tell you, so you're an aunt? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. When they're seven months old, my kids are five and eight now. Yeah, yeah. But when they're seven months old, they're right here. And you can do everything. You can feed them. You can bathe them. You go, you know, you sleep together. You do everything. And they don't run away. Because the older they get, the more you're going to have to yeah. chase them. And then what? Eventually one will go this way and you'll that, the other will go that way. And I do miss that. Yeah, yeah now you, surely you you do, you took some night duty. Surely oh, you yeah. changed all the diapers. Yes. Because I'm telling you, it's money in the bank. They know it. And your, your wife already had a, a nine month head start sharing yeah. a central nervous system. Oh, yeah. And so you've got to get in there. And people are like, well, when my son was born, my friends were like, oh, let your ex wife do everything until he's seven and he'll be fine. And I was 54. I go, I don't know where I'll be yeah. she's seven. Right. I'm going to do everything right now. And then I had a daughter. Two and a half years later, and I said, "I'm not going to give her any less than I've given him." Yeah. And I, you know, you you've just you sense the bond. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who I did a movie with a long time ago, very good friends, told me that when his first kid was born, his daughter, uh, everybody pushed him out of the way. Oh, I know how to do this. No, you are doing this right. Don't change that. And he he backed off. And and then the next kid, he's like, hell with that. I may do it wrong, but I'm going to do it. And it really shows how close he is, you know. I'll He's tell very you what. Close to him. Before before my daughter was being born.
1: I got to get myself on camera for this wonderful thing. Yeah.
2: No, people Did you ca- get your cat? Did you get that on camera, your daughter being born? My daughter was. Oh, you know what? No. I did. I
1: deliberately You're, didn't film I got me. your daughter on
2: camera. You no, got I, that? No, I got my kids. And they had C-sections. Oh, yeah. But I was right there,
1: man. My wife wanted, if she was going to have a C-section, she wanted to see it. She wanted to be able to, like, watch. But, oh, yeah,
2: because you don't. Yeah, it's like yeah, so up the barrier. Not see, yeah and it was a good thing on the second one because it was difficult and all of a sudden you know i'm there again i grew up on a farm i burnt a lot of women Basically don't like so cows calves and horses <clears throat> and sudden, so i'm ready there but plus you're you're always ready you know you're the partner you're like man if anything goes sideways i'm here and all of a sudden my daughter is kind of in a, in a bad spot inside of my her mom and all of a sudden i see him look at another nurse and comes running over and they put her head is separated, so she can't see. She's had an epidural, and the one nurse puts the knee on my, my, uh, the mom's uh, shoulder because they have to get some, uh, and I was like, I'm gonna get in here. You better d- I'm gonna do this myself if this goes. Oh, wow. But you know, everything turned out fine. Nice, good. But she was sore, Yep. and so I got to, she couldn't hold my our daughter, so for the first four uh, hours of her life, I, I this is embarrassing, you'll, you'll relate to this, I had to take my shirt off in oh, front yeah. of people oh, and funny. have skin to skin. That's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, so I had to I do that. I do
0: what would I have planned was yeah. yeah. I got to tell you, our mom also like had problems when she was giving birth to me, so she couldn't hold me for a long time. So I can at least relate to the story on that. And also, I will mention,
2: our dad was in his 50s when we were born. Oh, nice. Our dad, so, My dad was 52 when I was yeah, born. Yeah, well, he was smarter than he would have been at 18. He, right. You know, my dad was 18, my mom was 60. And by the way, your mom not holding you, if if you see the Queen of Beth documentary series about my sister, you'll see you're lucky. Mm. <laughs> you're lucky you had a bu- Our mom no. was a lunatic. The first time we ever drank or did drugs with because our mom gave it to us. Yeah. And it, it sounds fun now, but no. you know it's not. Yeah. It's not fun. You guys have turned out to be pretty square, in a good yeah. way. Oh, yeah. in a good hey, way, man. I'm I sober. yeah, i yeah, I was
0: not square for a while. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: I wasn't either. You know, we really have the best. We're the best people. I know. People that it's lived a life and now are sober and uh and uh you know we tell our tales and the best thing about sober people i because you'll sit next to a guy that's like yeah the last time i drank i did this 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 and just and it's coming and you'll go oh my god i love you you yeah, know like, because yeah. yeah now do you go to meetings or anything is it inappropriate but you just this is a meeting you just told me you're sober i told you i was sober this counts it's two sober people what's your deal you know, I, for, for a very long time, I can't hold the camera You got anymore. very shaky there. For, yeah, my arm's getting yeah. tired. For a very long
1: time, like, I, I do consider myself to have, like, been drinking way too much. Yeah. I still drink, but I... Well,
2: barely, normal people are like you. Barely. They go, ever. yeah, I was drinking too much. I'm going to cut it down and drink like a normal person. That never worked for me. I don't know about you. But I was like, oh, now I better drink more. Oh, I don't consider
1: it a superpower or anything to yeah. hold over. I'm just saying that's what I did. Well, no, that's But I, difference. I do just about nothing.
2: But you're the difference between you're a normie yeah. and we have... A, a thing and there's it may be shock. in our DNA but yeah. there's something and, and what's great is realizing it yeah yeah you know otherwise you try to fight it you try to lie around oh, it you try it to yeah of course yeah. yeah and you see how oh, that drags yeah. on and on Yeah, and on. it's it a shitty way to live yeah. 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 it is a horrible it like way it's exhausting yeah. and people are like you know and it, it, you know the, the addiction is not a good thing to have no, okay. you know it's a, I, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy actually I would on my worst enemy <laughs> but uh, who's your worst enemy Donald Trump up. Yeah, well, there you go. I've seen you. I've seen you talking. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I go. met him here in Atlantic City. Uh, Roseanne did, and I did an HBO special at the Trump Castle or one of his uh, yeah, one of places, whatever. Went uh, and he, he weaseled his way into it. He's like, hey, listen, I got an idea. I'll, I got a friend that has a Duesenberg, like a $3 million car. I'll, I'll drive Roseanne out on stage in it. And I was like, oh, that's right. He's like, yeah, he'll do it for free. You know, I'll take care of it. This farmer boxed up this car and drove it like six hours up here, and then and then he didn't get paid by Donald Trump. I paid him, but what? I was like, "Oh, that's he doesn't cute. Pay. Yeah. That's cute. That's Donald Trump." Right. But then when you started running for president, I'm like, "Oh, this is the worst idea ever." Oh yeah. Oh, you must have. Um,
0: I mean, everybody did, but having like a little bit of a backstage pass, what it's like, it must have been like. It's kind
2: of well, yeah. Well, also, for a while. You said you had the you had the receipts. Yeah. Right? Well, I do. You know, I, since then, if you go on. You, internet, you can see that Michael Cohen became a friend of mine. i got a lot of recordings of him, yeah. which led to. I watched your show. Was it a yeah, Vice show? It was a Vice show. You, and, show. And and the Vice show is really about examining here's eight, it was eight episodes, eight tapes that exist or don't exist, and examining it. What was great was I got to work with great journalists. And my thing with Vice is they're like, oh no, you're serious about this. I go, yeah. I, I don't want to do a reality show. I want to do, I'm going for this, and I'm going to do as much as I can, expose as much as I can, so it's great that you let me use these cameras for X yeah. amount of time. Mm-hmm. But then I stayed at it, I stayed on people like Michael Cohen, who would reveal a lot of things to me, and, and uh, <clears throat> then I shared that, and it kind of led to, it wasn't just about Trump, it was about the people around Trump, mm-hmm. like Jerry Falwell Jr. And so I ended up being friends with the pool boy, and, and you really, Jerry Falwell Jr. was so nefarious, and, and everybody's like oh him and his wife they have sex with good-looking guys well that's not a big deal that's not a big deal to me right but when you blackmail those guys like sure. you know the Giancarlo carlo grande was black can you imagine having jerry fall jr call and say i got a video of you having sex with my wife i'm going to send it to your girlfriend if you don't do black like like. and so plus there's so much money involved in what they do yep and trump and him uh, you know they changed the laws a little bit to you know, they're supposedly a, a religious organization, uh, but you know they're the worst people, and they're more like the Falwell's were more like uh, predator, like Weinstein. That oh, haha, they have a sexual pro- proclivity, to, which it, who gives a shit about that? But uh, but you know, through through them and, and you know the other people, uh, so I'm very glad I did the Trump. Uh, so he yeah. didn't get Honestly. reelected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it took. Thank God the women in this country, women. And uh, people of color, women yeah. of color especially, yeah. they really saved us. Yeah, it's totally true. <clears throat> Can you imagine if he's president now? No, hey, no, 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 okay. no, 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 yeah. no.
1: So I want to, I want to ask you. So we're at the horror con. How do you feel about these events and horror fans? We got a guy dressed like Michael Myers yeah, that just slowly crazy walked crazy through the. There's also
2: people with gun- fake guns, so that kind of worries me. Yo. I was in Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago oh, at I was... Steel com, and there was guys walking around dressed like soldiers. Yeah, and I'm like. Yeah. What if you know it's not the know, right time? Yeah. Plus, like with Texas, I mean, no, Texas oh, is shit. like this ridiculous state. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous state would be you Walmart with your kids, and somebody comes with a the gun. They're getting better yeah. about you know. I don't. Uh, you know, you guys grew up around guns. I grew up around guns. I, you know, but I don't. I. It's not a. It should be a free for all. And there's a lot of men that the, the law guns. They use that to scare people. Right? Oh, people yeah. walk around. Big time. And especially women. Yeah. And they're cowards. Yeah. And first of all, if I see someone with a long gun on their back in a target, it would take me about two seconds to take it off them. If I was like a bad guy, I yeah. would start shooting the place up. So as compared to them being the good guy with a gun, which yeah. always hits the bad guy, which is bullshit. So... Well, you so know.
1: your position here, honestly, you, you, you're you in the corner here. Yeah. Yeah, You've got I the view of the arena. Yeah, but Like, it's all- do, you, do you feel yeah, comfortable here? Like, how do you feel? The, especially horror fans
2: must really hound yeah. you about Freddy's Dead. Yeah, you know, right? they do. I feel totally comfortable. And, uh, you know, I can see you guys coming. For a a I said, we were arguing if that was you guys. You go, no, that's it. That's the podcast host. They're coming back. No, I see them. I see the little microphone in his hand. Well, hey, listen, we weren't here to be a pain in your ass. Were no, you? no, you weren't. Yeah. It worked out well because right before you were here... Somebody was a huge pain in my ass, yeah. Uh, and so, how so? How do we? Avoid well, no, A lot of people have come up and asked me to do their, their stuff in their podcast here, and uh, you know, it's just not possible, right? You know, but but uh, you know I've met a lot of very nice people. But I also have a lot of respect for what you guys do. Plus, you're unusual. You're a brother and sister team. You know, that's a that I can. That's very relatable. I'll tell you what. This is not
1: our. This is not our day job. I we know, do this for fun. I realize that. No. I mean, for one, no yeah. shit. But like, yeah. well, hey, listen, I do, I do entertainment stuff yes. in the uh, for my job. Yeah. But so this we do for the fun of it. Yeah, of course. And so honestly, like, we feel like super laid back. I the thing I feel good about us. Some people develop that energy of like, really, it's not work, it's not taking, but you've got to double down and try even harder, and it just yeah. it doesn't feel organic. It doesn't. No, it fit. doesn't
2: feel. And honestly, I'm here to have a good time. Yeah. And I can uh, tell you, know, you guys are very smart, and uh, it's hard got to got tell fooled. with some people. But, uh, you know, this is also good because it's been a slow convention because of so terrible rains and the terrible storms out here.
1: We lost our and podcast so. set in the flood. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My entire home Don't office, I, 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 oh, I'm okay. I, I'm a, I'm a horror writer, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you lost what? Did You lost your computer? No, I well, I lost my basement. Lost I, your, I, I yanked everything out of there, man. Yeah. I got all my gear out,
2: but like yeah. we're not gonna be down there for a while. Yeah. We had
0: like a set,
2: but you oh, you did? It? Yeah. Oh, yeah. we should do that at ours.
0: Have a set? Yeah, do that's good. Do you guys do video?
2: Yeah, we do, and it's me and my assistant Sasha, who's who's 30, uh-huh. and just has terrible opinions about everything. <laughs> and, uh, she, but she's great because she lives with the kids and I. Yeah. She helps with the kids. And yeah. getting somebody who's good with your kids, Yeah. it's worth putting up with a bunch of crap. You know? Oh, hey, we're, we're looking at daycares right this second. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, I the one good thing about COVID is my kids got to be home for a year and a half, yeah. especially my daughter. I did not have her do Zoom preschool. I said, this is going to be a year I hope you remember. That I will remember that you and Dad had a bunch of adventures. Yeah, and my son had to do; he was so bad at it. Zoom school is the man. The Z cares; those people you get good people. Those saints, yeah, people that work with kids and take care of our kids, and and uh, you know they're the best of the best. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, and, and they're working really hard yeah. right now, especially. Right.
1: Well, Yo, guys, can we get you to say one last? Yeah, so I this can. is this is our 200th episode of Guide God. You I know that's mind. why I bought it.
2: The 200th episode. So how often do you do your podcast?
1: Every week. We, so we've barely mi- Yeah, we barely
2: missed a week. Oh, my God. You guys are that's amazing. It. We do it for
1: fun, but we prioritize it like a job. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, tell me what to say. Congratulations to uh, the Adventure Zone. What is it? The Adventure Zone. I like it. It doesn't no, matter. It doesn't no, matter. No. It doesn't matter. I admit. love that show. He's pretending he
1: doesn't know everything no, about us. No. Guide to the Unknown. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Tom Arnold. It's the 200th anniversary show of Guide to the Unknown. I'm here with my brother and sister. We're enjoying it. And uh, thank you guys for listening and being fans, you know, all seven of you. Yeah. <laughs> we really appreciate you, and we love you. Next year, we're going to make it to eight. Yeah. Yeah. Here's yeah, Eight fans. Yeah. yeah. All right. Maybe we'll have another kid. Yeah,
1: why not? Maybe you and <laughs> you together. We just... we well, just be a big baby. We just put the belly button yeah, yeah, yeah. on my wife's
2: tummy, <laughs> yeah, and that's our next yeah. listener. Yeah, thank you so thank much. You. This has been thank really you, fun. Guys. Yeah, I really appreciate well, it. You. Well, thank you. She yeah.